Welcome to the Hardwood Hustle podcast where we know and believe in the value of a coach. We're here to educate, empower, and encourage you to lead like never before. The coronavirus, this unprecedented, uncharted territory that we're currently in, what do we do? How should we respond as coaches? How's everyone feeling? In today's mini episode, TJ and I share just how we're dealing with the coronavirus and some thoughts and ideas to help us all best cope as well as lead those around us. We hope today's episode will encourage you. Let's go ahead and jump in. TJ, as we sit here in the midst of the coronavirus, this unprecedented, uncharted territory, I thought it was important to record a mini episode just to kind of catch up with us, see how we're handling it. Uh, just get our general thoughts on this episode, this topic. You know, you posted something the other day that got my attention. I actually shared it on my page. I want to read it and, and kind of open up today's episode with it. You wrote, I think this current situation offers us a few opportunities and some really good lessons. I'm excited to learn and experience them all. I'll share one of each lesson and opportunity I've been able to experience so far. First lesson is that it's not about me. I realize you may be able to handle the virus. It doesn't have the same effect on your age range, et cetera, but truthfully, it's not about you and it's not about me. It's more about the people we could affect. Honestly, I think this is true in most situations in life. I'm often guilty of thinking of how this will affect me, but I need to be better at thinking globally on how it'll affect others. The opportunity you said, is to prioritize what really matters. If you're anything like me, too often it takes significant life events to refocus us. Most of my best life changes come from a tough or challenging moment. I'm nervous, you're nervous, but I'm choosing to believe this will be one of the greatest challenges that help me prioritize the things that matter most. I'm enjoying working from home, I'm enjoying more family time, family meals, may even jump into a little cardio, he said. It's time to reflect on all the great relationships I have, and I'm thankful for the peace the Lord provides me in times like these. TJ, I thought that was well said. You talked about lessons and opportunities as two themes that you're pulling from during the midst of all of this, and we are in the thick of it right now. Are there any additional lessons or different opportunities you've been able to pursue in light of this, and where are your general thoughts in light of what you wrote earlier uh, in this coronavirus yeah, you know, I mean, I I definitely feel still really aligned with the things that I shared, if not even more aligned with them, um, going back to what I did share it. I, you know, I think this is just causing all of us to kind of reevaluate some things. And I think one of the silver linings of this is going to be able to, uh, when we all come out of this on the other end, is to reprioritize and reorganize. And I, I think all adversity op- offers opportunity. And what I've been searching for is what are the opportunities within this? You know, what, what, are, what are the chances uh, that we get to leave this better? Um, and obviously, we're not going to leave it better in all ways. I know people are going to lose lives. There's going to be a lot of different things. But when we come out to the other side of it and uh, we have a bunch of opportunities, I think reorganization of life is a really, uh, a really important one. Reprioritization of things that matter the most, putting time where things matter the most, because we have such an extended period of time. I can't think of another time in my life where I have had this extended period of time to do life this way. You know, maybe Christmas break every once in a while or something, but this is going to go three, four, five, six, seven, who knows 
how long, and you're going to come out of uh, life looking at things differently. So, you know, I I haven't learned everything that I'm going to learn from this, but I I can tell you every day I'm learning something more um, about how I want to reprioritize my life on on the back end. This virus is getting me to live at a speed that I've been unable to get myself to live at. It's pretty incredible. You know, I've read books over the last year. One of the most recent ones I read was To Hell with the Hustle. It talked about living life at a different speed, at a more of a walking speed rather than running through life like we normally do. Read that book and trying to soak it all in, and it's difficult and it's been challenging. I think all of us challenge are challenged with this to some degree about living at different speeds, and it's been pretty remarkable that how this virus has forced us all immediately to live at a different speed. And it's interesting because I wasn't able to produce that on my own. You know, as I go through this, for me personally, TJ, I'm thinking a lot about, like you said, lessons and opportunities. I'm also challenging myself more than ever before. Just challenging how I live, how I think, how I operate, how I show up. It's been heightened during this time because, you know, as one of my good friends, Danny Farrar, who's been a past guest, he owns Soldier Fit, he talked about, you know, if your reaction during all this is to moan and complain and throw a temper tantrum, don't call yourself a leader again because the reality is the chips were on the table and you folded. And I don't want to be a person that folds. I want to, I want to work and fight through this adversity, fight through this challenging times and continue being that person that people can count on, being that person that people can rely on, being that person for my family. So in addition to pursuing lessons and pursuing opportunities, I've also been finding myself challenging myself more than ever as well. And, and here's another one that I've been really thinking about it. also. Uh, Josh Thompson, head coach of Bishop McGinnis down in North Carolina. We had Josh on uh, an episode. It was ironic. We were talking over text about a couple months ago, and he read a book called The Common Rule, uh, Habits of Purpose for an Age of Distraction by Justin Early. And during that, there's a a quote in there by Blaise Pascal. I don't know if you've heard this before, but he shared it with me months ago, and I've been actually kind of dwelling on it and thinking about it a lot more over these last couple of weeks. And it says, all of man's problems stem from the inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Let me say that again. All of man's problems stem from the inability to sit quietly in a room alone. It's a really deep quote. And and the way I've been internalizing it and processing it and the way I was when I first heard it, you know, there is power in being able to be content, to be joyful, to have a element of peace without needing excessive entertainment or without needing Uh, certain experiences. Can you actually be a person that could sit quietly in a room alone and be content? And and that was the challenge, right? And and this quote kind of leads to this constant desire for more that we live in in society. I need this. I need that. I need to go do this. I need to pursue that. I need this next accomplishment. And how it's this constant needing of more that has caused a discontentment in many of our lives. But if you could find yourself and get yourself to a place where you could sit quietly in a room in peace and contentment and joy, what an incredible place you'd find yourself in. And for me, that challenge has been on my heart a lot. You know, yes, we're limited on what we can do. You know, things have been taken away from us personally, 
you know, all my lead them up sessions and opportunities to work with my players, just like every coach here, your opportunities to work with players. Things have been removed from us, but can we, in the spite of that, still remain joyful and, and have a peace and have a contentment? That's a challenge that, you know, I've been challenging myself with over these last couple uh, weeks, and it's going to be ongoing. Um, but that, that quote has resonated with me a lot. Can you be someone that can live in a room quietly alone and still be content? Yeah, that, that's really deep. I think I'm about to get really shallow here, but I don't know. The timing <laughs> of this is, is really interesting. Of We've been trying to find what are the what things to entertain us as a family and what we will watch or what we'll do, what we'll play. And, um, I've, and there's 40 seasons of Survivor, and I've never watched a single season of Survivor. And so we all of a sudden as a family got on and, uh, watched Survivor. And, and I feel like I'm learning so many life lessons through this game of Survivor. One of them was uh, learning from last night, going along with what you were just talking about in a room by itself. They took a lot of these, uh, I think it was Gen X, which they're born between um, I, I, 80s. They're the youngest. They're young, the youngest. Yeah, yeah. So so some of the guys, some of the players on Survivor were 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, right? And it was just it was, I, I felt like I learned so much by watching them get on this island and be out there and and have re- really never lived a life like this. I mean, they've lived life their entire life with social media, video games, and they got out there and talking about being in a room. I mean, we're only four or five days into this particular show, and many of them have already had life-changing experiences because they've never stopped and been silent the way they have to stop and be silent on this island alone with just a couple of friends. And they even alluded to the difference between, you know, the feelings like the one girl just got voted off and she said, you know, I, I play, she plays video games for a living. That's her job. Like she creates video games and plays them. And she said, it's, it's one thing to lose all these games. I thought I was completely compared to this, but she's crying. And she said, but never have I put the human emotion into it of mm-hmm. playing this game. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that, I'm hoping as a silver lining from this is how, how much interaction we're having, how much we're having to be still, how much we're having to look each other in the eyes, how much we're having to have this conversation. Um, and, and it was just reminded by watching that, that that was for many of them, their first experience in somewhat set of an isolation, a room of their own, or at least a room with just a couple where they had to slow life down. And that, I think that is one of the best lessons we're learning during this time. Let's take a quick break from today's episode and catch up with our friends over at Team Snap for today's halftime communication tip. Coaches, lean towards the side of positive. Lean towards the side of positive. There is enough negative communication all around us. You go on TV, you go on social media, negativity is just busting out at the seams everywhere you look. Be different as a communicator. Lean towards the positive in your communication and you naturally will stand out just simply by way of society leaning towards the negative. This week, coaches, I want to challenge you to be more positive in your communication in all aspects and in all conversation throughout your life. Hopefully you can master it. And if you do, I think your players will follow your lead and continue to do the same. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app, helping bring coaches, players, parents all together in a seamless way. TeamSnap.com backslash hustle. And before we jump back in, let's capture 
up with our friends over at Shootaway for today's stat sheet check-in. The 50-40-90 club, you've heard of it. 50% from the field, 40% from three-point, 90% from the line. There are shooters that have actually fallen in this club, that are in this club currently. You don't get to that point without putting in tremendous work. You better be working on your shot, and each of those individuals do. And for you coaches, there's often considered there's no better tool on the market than Shootaway's The Gun to help your players work on their shot. Go check out Shootaway.com to learn more about how you can get set up with one of their guns in your gym today. Now, let's jump back into the episode. I know a lot of people are saying, TJ, Survivor's been out for years. You were late to the party, brother. I was absolutely late to the party, and it's a fascinating show. We just watched the first season we watched in completion was um, blue collar, white collar, and no collar. So basically, you know, how blue collars would live on an island together, how white collar people would live on an island, and how people with no collar just kind of live free and surf and do whatever. And I, I, I felt like I was learning so much about people. Like, this is what they would do in this moment. This is how they would live. And I always thought Survivor was just some sort of, you know, um, you know, TV show of, of reality. But I've, I feel like I've learned a lot from that, uh, just watching people in, in, in their own, you know, in their own environment. You know, it's been incredible, TJ, to witness the mobility and adaptability that's been taking place during this time also. It's one of the things I've been extremely impressed and amazed about watching restaurants in the midst of what do we do, all of a sudden create an online ordering delivery process, curbside takeout. It's been unbelievable. Watching organizations, you know, never have an online presence, and now all of a sudden within a few days they're, they're doing webinars and they're doing conferences and they're doing it all online now, uh, shifting people from external working environments to internal working environments. It's been pretty awesome to see, and it reminds us that we have a pretty unique ability to adapt and pivot pretty quickly when we choose or when our back's against the wall. I think oftentimes that's one of the things I think will change because I think oftentimes we um, do paralysis by analysis and, and we take a while to make changes and we process and evaluate every dynamic associated with it where here because of the, the circumstance, we've had to just jump into it. I actually think that's going to be a pretty cool takeaway from all of this, this ability to just jump in and try it. Let's just jump in and give it a shot. Think smart, fail fast is what we commonly say, right? It, this seems like a good idea. Let's jump into it. We don't need to have a three-month discussion on it. Let's give it a try now. And it's been really incredible. I've also been absolutely blown away with the level of networking and learning going on in the coaching community during this time as well. There are webinars. There are conference calls. There's, I mean, Kyle and our Lead em Up team just sent me a snapshot today. Our engagement is up over 1,000% on social media. That's been incredible to see. And it's been going on throughout all the different platforms. That's a huge takeaway and bonus that I see this community, this fraternity and sorority of coaches just drawing closer and closer during this time as we all empathize with one another. I think that's a unique thing that's coming from this moment of coronavirus. I also find I've seen individuals have opportunities to step up during this time, which has been pretty incredible to see as well. Right. Individuals who want to step up and, and be a leader. You know, I, I shared something on social media the other day where I watched uh, we put out a, a free 21 day leadership playbook for coaches to use with their teams during this time to help them stay connected. 
there was a tweet that was tagged uh, with a school out in Indiana, Warsaw, Indiana, where they're rolling out the playbook. And this post actually got me a little emotional, TJ. It was a post where they said and, and talked about the fact that their entire K through 12 school was offering up this playbook for their players. And one particular team was a girls basketball team, a fifth grade girls basketball team. And they showed a picture and they shared the video of a fifth grader, this little young lady sitting in front of her computer, leading a video chat with her fifth grade basketball team, starting day one of the leadership playbook. And when I watched it, it, it absolutely blew me away. It still blows me away to this day. You know, you're witnessing heroic type moments of people stepping up in these little ways. Not all heroes solve big issues, right? Sometimes heroes are even some of the small little things in life. But I watched this little girl, this little fifth grader, leading her team and taking them through a leadership playbook, growing and developing and pouring into her teammates. What an incredible opportunity, right? I'm, I'm sitting here as we record in my home office, and here in about five minutes, all the kids, as I'm looking out the window, are sitting at the end of their driveways waiting for their teachers to drive through as they do a parade and the teachers wave to all their students because they can't connect with them. That's happening here in a few minutes. My daughter and my wife and are outside, and they're going to be waving to the teachers. There are moments of individuals stepping up in incredible ways. There are moments of lifelong memories being created that are going to last in the heads and minds of, of people forever. And I think Mark Cuban said it, you know, what we do and what groups do and what teams do and what organizations do during the midst of this are going to leave impressions on other individuals for years to come. And I've been seeing so much good taking place. It's been pretty inspiring uh, if you choose to focus and, and gear your attention to that, it's pretty incredible to see. Yeah. Well, first of all, small world. Uh, we've won a couple of our national championships in Warsaw, Indiana. Um, oh, I've actually done a lot of work with the uh, elementary schools in Warsaw. And one of our listeners, I know out there, Lenny. So say hey to Lenny. Yes, uh, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny Krebs, so. he sent it over. And yeah. shout out to the young lady, Jocelyn. The fifth grader leading her team up. Great jobs. I salute you. I'm super proud of you. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, we've seen people step up. I saw uh, Steph Curry do um, the interview for all the people yesterday with, with the leading doctor on, on Corona, uh, Zion Williamson. You know, there's so many people that have stepped up. And, and Drew Brees, $5 million. Drew Brees, $5 million. Yeah. You, and so we've seen some incredible acts. And, you know, very much to me resembles, you know, a little bit of, of 9-11 and the way people are coming together and doing that. But I'm, I'm also very highly aware um, of the, the other side of it as well. You know, when we talk about all the good things that come of this and, you know, Mono had mentioned in one of his tweets, all the untalked about things that could possibly come from this, you know, the loss of job leading to divorces, divorce, loss of money, loss of being able to pay bills, more suicide, a higher suicide rate than ever. Like there's a whole bunch of things that can come from this. And, you know, I, I wanted to offer just a bit of encouragement, uh, you know, to all of those people out there, because there is a lot of people that are going through those type of scenarios right now where it's how am I going to pay my bill tomorrow and where am I going to find a new job? And, you know, I, I've been in that place before and I know it can be a really, really heavy place 
when you can't pay your bills, when you can't figure out what's going to happen the next day and where are you going to get a job? And a lot of people have been in that situation, but you know, as people get older and you have families and more responsibility it just gets harder and harder. So, you know, I, there's going to be a, a ton of great silver linings coming out of this. And I think it's going to be important that we all remember there's going to become a lot of people coming out of this with some hurt and some hardship, some things they've got to fight through, some things they've got to figure out, some ways they got to figure out to get back to life and normal and the bills they had before. And so I, I think long after this is done, we're going to need to continue to live this way. I'm hoping we don't live this way for a period of time and then go back to, to what we might have or how we might have, have lived because there's, there's the repercussions of this are I think going to be years beyond the actual end of this for a lot of people. And I, and I hope that all these lessons that we learn are lessons that we apply. Um, so it's not just a, a, a pie in the sky thought, but it's actually a change of life and a change of way, a change of the way that we show up on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. TJ, I saw a friend post on Instagram the other day, they did a little poll with the text that said, is anyone experiencing the little tightness in your chest? as a result of the anxiety of the whole situation, yet you're concerned that you think the tightness may be a symptom of COVID. I laughed, right, because I could relate to that, right, that little subtle tightness. And when I clicked on yes, as it relates to agreeing with it, 98% agreed, 2% didn't, but 98% agreed, which essentially says, you know, we all have that little uncertainty, that tightness, going on right now, you know, we're all in this together. And I think, I think empathy is one of the greatest relationship builders in the world. And I think that's what we have going for us in an incredible way right now is empathy. We all can empathize with one another. Like we're all going through it to different levels, to varying degrees, but we're all dealing with the change. And I think as a result, you know, I think we'll be able to step into other people's shoes a little bit easier as a result of this. I think the empathy will rise amongst each other. And, and like you said, I, I hope it does um, change perspectives, change our approaches, you know, causes us to minimize things that otherwise should be irrelevant. I saw like Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns the other day, right? They've got that little on-court beef. It's taken place. They've had trash talk. Well, Carl Anthony Towns shares an emotional video of his, about his mom being uh, diagnosed with COVID on a, a ventilator and such. And Joel Embiid reaches out to him and sends a, a pretty heartwarming message to him. You know, sometimes these priorities can shift things back into a healthier place. I think about Shaq and Kobe, right? When Kobe passed away and Shaq stepped out of, you know, all that pettiness that I had. Why was I holding on to it? You know, I do hope that some of this changes will shift some perspectives that maybe we struggle shifting on our own, but need it because we're a little hard-headed sometimes and it, it's difficult, right, admittedly. Hopefully it changes that. So, TJ, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you and praying about you and, and you and your entire family. And uh, to everybody listening, we appreciate you all. We're, we're thinking about our entire Hardwood Hustle community uh, praying for you guys and you know we're just going to keep fighting to get through this trying to get better each and every day and uh, we'll see where things go amen to that alright brother hey I'm Adam he's TJ together we are the Hardwood Hustle until next time we're out coaches I want to give you another free resource for you to take advantage of during this time off 
PGC Basketball recently put together their PGC Plus. Welcome to the peak. The peak are daily teachings and workouts to help you expand your game and life. Each weekday, you can go online and they've got a new exercise, a new teaching, a new workout being provided to you. It is absolutely free and new topics are announced every Sunday. Go check out PGC Basketball, search PGC Plus The Peak and get signed up today so you can take advantage of all the content they're giving you for free during this time. Coaches, until next time, we're out.